On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Dean Wagner from Authentically American. Really, really great founder story. We talked about how he ended up getting into this world. He actually started in the army, and so that was really interesting. We had a lot of chats back and forth with some of our experience with me being a paramedic in a former life and uh, him on the army side and how we run businesses differently because of that. And it was a really, really good conversation. Also, you know, lots of our core values really united... uh, within this conversation, especially with manufacturing local. It was uh, just an awesome conversation and uh, really, really appreciated it. At Mindful Marketing, we know that you want your brand to be successful. In order to do that though, you need to predictably acquire new customers. The problem is Facebook and Google are only getting more expensive, which makes you feel unsure of whether your brand will survive. We believe that building a community of loyal and repeat customers is the answer. We understand how hard it is to predictably grow a brand, which is why we have created a system using our own mid-seven-figure e-commerce brand as a test case. And here's how we do it. Number one, we execute a profitable ads strategy. Number two, we build a brand-owned loyal base of repeat customers. And number three, we grow exponentially predictably and consistently so download our free sales launch checklist at mindfulmarketing.co slash slc so you can stop having sales that bomb and instead grow your revenue predictably and exponentially i am here with dean wagner from authentically american i did try and say it correctly dean that was about as best as a canadian can do okay <laughs> welcome start off on the right foot here <laughs> i for people who listen to this podcast all the time, they're like, ah, oh, Jordan, you just get every name, like just a little bit wrong. <laughs> I, I respect people. I really do. I really respect people. Uh, Dean, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Well, Jordan, I'm honored to be a guest. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Yeah, it's so nice to have you. So Dean, tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. So the, I guess, topic of the podcast would be Authentically American. You know, we're a veteran-owned, American-made premium apparel brand. We're looking to build this iconic American brand, the next Nike or Under Armour, but have it all made here in the U.S., creating American jobs. But even before that, Jordan, you and I were talking before about family. So my Christian faith, my family, incredibly important to me. My wife and I have celebrated 26 years of marriage, and we've got four amazing kids. So that's where it starts with God, family, country, and then entrepreneurship and business. And I'm also a veteran, so West Point was my undergrad, so flew mm-hmm. helicopters in the Army, Was in, went to Ranger School, so saw the Special Forces side, so love my country, love my family, and just love being an entrepreneur. Dean, let's talk a little bit about that. How has that helped you in business? I want to just go back a second here. So I was actually a paramedic for 12 years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and so I feel like we're sort of in that sort of like, you know, paramedic, police, fire, you know, we, we know that sort of world of seeing dead people. Right. And seeing horrible things that happen. And I often think to myself, there is no business conversation that I will ever have that will scare me comparatively (laughs) to, to telling their loved one that their loved one is dead. I'd love to know with your military experience, how that's helped you in business. So let me share two things. So one, Jordan, I think back to graduating West Point 93, serving seven years active duty. I can't tell you the countless memories I have of the incredible brave men and women I served with Mm. that you know, raised their right hand and said, you know, I want to serve, protect, defend the Constitution of the United States. So, I mean, those to me are our American heroes. And that's why very intentionally, Jordan, we donate 10% of our profits, not only to veteran and first responder charities and for us, 
And that's a way to honor our American heroes. Mm. So that's one example. But I think I didn't realize this back then, Jordan, but going to ranger school was such great training for leading a startup because four years ago, I know we're not visual, but you can see this. I mean, this was our business plan four years ago. It was a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> it's a blank sheet, everyone. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jordan, I'm exhausted. I mean, yeah. when you start with a blank sheet of paper, it's nothing. So, yeah. I mean, it was literally building brick by brick and I'm exhausted, yeah. but I'm even more energized because we could be so intentional about who we are and what we stand for our values. So we can talk more about that. But the military training that really came in so well was Ranger School. You know, Ranger School is one of those elite special forces schools and it is 72 days. And when we started on day one, there were 340 of us. Yeah. You know, fast forward 68 days later, there were only 72 of us. Wow. And the reason being, Jordan, it was one to two hours of sleep a night and one meal a day. So, I wow. mean, it was no sleep and incredible stress. And that's the life I'm living now in the startup. <laughs> I feel like there's people who are listening to this that are like, yeah, I, I know that life. I've lived that <laughs> life before. <laughs> uh, that's so interesting. So I'd love to hear more about how you were, where the inspiration came for your brand and some of your plans. I mean, even over the last four years, like how you've grown. Sure, sure. So I guess, first of all, to make the transition, because after seven years in the active duty army, you know, I transitioned more into corporate America, big business. So Procter & Gamble, when we talk about scaling a brand, you know, I worked on brands like Crest and Tide. Mm. You know, also worked at Mars, worked on brands like M&Ms and Snickers and, you know, had some incredible experiences. And we talked about my family. So we arrived in Nashville in 2010. And Jordan, one of the reasons I left the army was to stop moving. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to plant roots, invest in a community. And when we arrived in Nashville in 2010, it was move number 10. Wow. And at that point, I was working for Mars and my wife grew up in Tennessee. So this was like a homecoming. And I knew if move number 11 was coming, I was going by myself. <laughs> Nobody else was going with me. And that ultimately led me in 2012 you know, to buy my first business. So I bought a company that had a great business producing dress uniforms for the military. Oh, that fits, fits so well. Yeah. And one of the things I'm most passionate about is job creation. Yeah. And I thought, well, I want to win more contracts because when we win more contracts, I'm thinking we'll create more jobs. But then I had this epiphany that I realized, Jordan, that if we win more jobs, we don't actually create jobs. We just outbid another supplier. And it was fascinating for, fascinating for me being in the apparel industry because I started understanding the apparel industry here in the U.S. And when I graduated from West Point in 93, you know, over 50% of the apparel in the U.S. was made in the U.S. And today, it's less than 3 3%. Wow. I mean, that is all that's made here. And I yeah. started, the wheel started turning. And I thought back to the days at Procter & Gamble and Mars you know, working on brands. And I thought, what if instead of being in the contract, the government contract business, you know, we were in the brand building business. Yeah. What if instead of the choice that 97% of brands choose to produce overseas, produce in China, we made a very intentional choice to produce here in the U.S., only the U.S. Think of the difference we could make. Think of the jobs we could create. And if we're successful in building this iconic American brand, think of the legacy we could leave. Yeah. So tell me why else is that important to you? Because I think that some people don't, you know, people who are listening to this, some founders and CEOs, and, and they're thinking of just the bottom line, right? Like, that's it, right? Like, well, hey, if we produce in China or, or wherever, you know, we're going to be saving, you know, an extra 17 cents per garment, which is going to equal this at the end of the day. So why is that so important? Why do those ethics that you have and that vision that you have to be authentically American and only American, why does that matter? 
And it's important to me back for that number one motivation for me, Jordan, it's all about making a difference. And our manufacturing network four years ago was that blank sheet of paper, but now we've got contract manufacturing established in 12 states. So there's the core sales, marketing, customer service team we have here in Nashville. But we're literally helping create jobs from coast to coast. And I can talk most personally about the team here in Nashville. I mean, to know that we're helping provide an amazing Christmas for a family that works for us, to know that we're helping create jobs that you know, people that work for us are passionate about what we do, that it's not just about punching the clock and getting a paycheck. It's about they equally have this passion that I do about being able to make a difference, to be able to create jobs, to build this iconic American brand, you know, to have a legacy that they can talk about in the future. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I I totally get it. That's amazing. So what's the plan for other brands, right? For you to get, because I don't know if, I mean, you guys are gonna be able to make a dent, right? You're gonna make be able to make a dent in that 3% or in that, sorry, a dent in that 97%. Absolutely. How, How do you get more brands on board with that? I think this is rising tides, you know, rises all ships. And it's interesting coming on the backside, Jordan, of a global pandemic. I mean, when it first hit last March, the first question is, are we even going to survive? Yeah. Yeah. We're a three-year-old startup business on a shoestring budget. How are we even going to be able to survive? And we were able to make it through and we didn't have the great year we planned, but we still had some strong growth. We nearly doubled our business. But I will tell awesome. you now, now more than ever, you know, Americans, especially they hate made in China. They love the fact that we're American made and it's not easy doing what we're doing. But I, what I'm hoping to do that we provide an inspiration that, you know what, you can do it. It's never going to get back to the point, Jordan, where 50% of the apparel in the U.S. is made in the U.S. But I think there is an opportunity for more brands, you know, to help create jobs. And ultimately, that's what I'm going to need is because, For us to ultimately deliver in our long-term vision to be a billion-dollar brand, to be this iconic brand, we're going to need more capacity. Yeah. Dean, that was actually one of my first thoughts, too, because I'm also in the apparel business. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife and I own own and run um, three brands. And and the big issue for us around Vancouver here is that, you know, there used to be some massive brands that were produced here. Uh, Lululemon, right? They were out of Vancouver. Everything was produced here in Vancouver. And then they moved overseas, right? Uh, Mountain Equipment Co-op, Arcteryx, all these brands that were based in Vancouver and then moved overseas. And so what happens to the capacity is it just goes down. So I'm thinking of like a way that you guys are helping is continuing to utilize the capacity so that it doesn't leave, right? Absolutely, Jordan. And, you know, one of the big breakthroughs for us that I think is helping raise that awareness because our brand profile here in the U.S., is much bigger than the revenue is, but mm. we've been the benefactors of some incredible national TV. So I've been on Fox and Friends now three times. I've been on oh, Fox really? Business. You know, we've Talk- been on Yahoo Finance. We've had a story in Forbes magazine. So people are like, Dean, you're just absolutely crushing it. Yes. And now you're on Secrets to Scaling. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that, Jordan. <laughs> you're at your pinnacle, Dean. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I'd love to actually dig into that because yeah. I think that's something that a lot of the founders and CEOs that are listening to this would be super interested in. How did you get those placements? That's, those are big placements that you're talking oh, about. Oh, it, it was massive and it was an incredible blessing, but to give you a little background. So, you know, I had mentioned some incredible marketing and branding experience at Procter and Gamble and at Mars. Yeah. So I still remember to this day in two, 2002, Jordan, you may be familiar with the brand Swiffer. Yep. So that is now one of Procter & Gamble's most successful brands. And it launched, 
you know, when I was there at Procter and Gamble in 2002, and one of the things I learned, if you're going to build a brand from scratch, like I'm doing, it's incredibly difficult. And reason being, you don't have an audience. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows who you are. And Swiffer, I still remember that year one marketing budget, Jordan, the year one marketing budget alone was a hundred million. Wow. A hundred million. Wow. And I'm That's like, the thing I about being part of P&G, right? You just, yes. you have those budgets. I mean, when you're in, when you're an $80 billion company, a hundred million is a lot of money. But if you've done your consumer research, you know, there's a market out there. It's not a big investment, but I thought I've got closer to a hundred dollars than a hundred million. So this clear vision for authentically American that I have, how are we going to make this come to life? And as I was doing my due diligence, as I was doing my research, one thing I stumbled on was I realized that businesses, you know, Jordan, it doesn't matter if you're a fortune 500 middle market, small business. I mean, think of all the companies or charities, organizations, they will buy a polo with their company logo. They will buy a t-shirt with their company logo. Yeah. That total market, Jordan's an $8 billion market. Mm. So the epiphany that I had, well, instead of trying to build an audience from scratch, I'm going to go where an audience already exists. So Jordan, I'm going to go yeah. to you as a business owner and say, well, instead of a Nike polo that's made in China with your company logo, your values as a company line with who we are, we can provide you a highly competitively priced American-made option. And mm -hmm. it worked. And, you know, we built that side of the business for a year and we thought, okay, now we're ready to start scaling <laughs> yeah. Tied yeah. into you know, the title of your podcast. And we thought, well, we don't have a hundred million, but we've got this feel good American story that I wonder if national media, you know, would like to capture on it. So we didn't have money for a big PR budget, but one of the mantras I believe in, Jordan, it's not necessarily what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. It's so, so, we made a choice so that true. We need to we need to go after all this earned media, all this free press and PR. And I told everyone I knew, every person I ever met, and I told them our story. And, you know, I always go out of my way to help people. And I had one person in particular, one of our suppliers said, Dean, how would you like to be on Fox and Friends? Wow. And I said, well, would I ever? And he said, well, if you know the name Brian Kilmeade, he's one of the morning hosts for Fox and Friends. He said three years ago, he was in my business. They were doing a special and I haven't had any contact with them, but why don't I go ahead and just send him an email? Yeah. And a week passed by. I'm like, great. Thanks a lot. That nothing happened. A month later, Jordan, a producer from Fox and Friends called up and said, Dean, what an incredible story you have with your brand. Would you like to be a guest? And after I fell out of my chair and I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, 2 million people overnight now hear our story. And other than the time and expenditure of getting to New York to be there, I mean, that was free press and PR that earned media to its best. Hey guys, do you want the checklist that helped me generate $250,000 of e-commerce sales in 24 hours? If so, we're giving it away for free at mindfulmarketing.co slash SLC. Download that today. Think about, I because I feel like people who are listening to this right now, their wheels are starting to spin. I only think that because my wheels are starting to spin. <laughs> and think about how many impressions that is, right? If we're thinking about like social media oh, impressions, right? I mean, what is that? Like Fox and Friends, it's got to be at least a million impressions, right? Well, I know there's 2 million people every day that tune in. So it's massive. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're hearing this story. I mean, earned media, there is just so many, yeah, there's just so many incredible benefits to, to earning media like that. Talk to me about some of the other placements. So you didn't hire a PR agency. We've actually hired one now as we're starting to grow and have a little bit more room in our budget to do it. But, you know, the second appearance I had on Fox and Friends, we were at a Made in America conference in Indianapolis. Yeah. 
there were a number of people working there and was, you know, trying to build relationships, meet people, see how we can go ahead and interact. And there was somebody that was helping a PR for the event, the conference. Yeah. And a month later, this was a little over a year ago in October, you know, she had raised down and said, Dean Fox and friends just called up and they have an open slot for small business Saturday. And they oh. described the profile of the company. And I thought how helpful you were. And I mean, a longer story, what I did to help her out. She's like, would you like to be a guest? And again, like, well, absolutely. That's so great. It's amazing. I think when you go out of your way to help people, because that mantra, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's not about, well, Jordan, I wonder what you can do for me. No, I mean, no. Anytime That's I meet, right. it's more about, okay, how can I help Jordan now? Yeah. And then that whole, you know, go giver, that giving back mindset, how can you pay it forward? Yeah. I mean, it's come back, you know, tenfold for me in return. Speaking of uh, that, you mentioned that book. I've never mentioned that on this podcast before. That's just a must read for everybody, you know, who's listening to this podcast. If you want to change your mentality from taking, right? And how you can get, you know, squeeze everything out of everybody and like, oh, what can Dean give me in this podcast? You know, that book really, I think I read it about three or four years ago and it just changed my mentality. It's really, yeah, really, really special to me. I want to go back a second here and talk about how you're partnering with companies, these companies that are already buying branded, you know, polos, for instance, right? And how powerful that can be. Because I feel like my wheels started to spin a little bit during that time. Have you expanded on that at all? Or is it just polos at this point? No, it's pretty extensive. So, you know, when we started, it was, you know, that blank sheet of paper, but now we have polos, we have t-shirts, we have socks, we have ball caps. So, you know, we've got 12 different U.S. states, Jordan, that we produce. And back in the Procter & Gamble days, you know, it was vertically integrated. So the last brand I worked on there was Crest. So we not only own the marketing and branding for Crest, but we own the factories. Oh, okay. Nice. Awesome. Yep. So That was one model in 2012, you know, the company that I bought that produced dress uniforms for the military, you know, we were our own manufacturer. And I, what I realized, you know, there's some things that I'm good at, Jordan, there's some things that I'm not good at. And one of them is manufacturing. And, you know, we're a consumer brand, so we had to have deliver an amazing product experience. But what I thought is there's some amazing manufacturers across the country. And I thought, well, why don't I find the best darn t-shirt maker in the country, provide them our specs and have them produce for us. Why don't I provide yeah. the best darn, find the best darn sock maker in the country, provide them our specs and produce for us. So, you know, one of our t-shirts, for example, people love our t-shirts. We produce those in Texas. So mm-hmm. now, you know, I can go ahead and focus on the marketing branding where my experience and background has been, but know that these factories that do an amazing job, they've got my back. Totally. And my thought too, with that is like, you could potentially vertically integrate later. Oh, absolutely. Right? If that's something that you guys want to do to make sure you, you know, you keep everything in the States and, you know, help with those margins and and that sort of thing. That's my first thought that comes to mind is like that that can be a later thing, right? Especially if that's Absolutely. not your area of genius. Because right now as a you know bootstrap startup, you know, my balance sheet, if I was to say, okay, I want to build my own factory as I'm building a brand. I mean, that balance sheet looks quite a bit different when you've got all yeah. this machinery and equipment and open up a new facility. So quite different. And you're absolutely right. We're not there yet. We still want to focus on growing and scaling, but you know, three years, five years, 10 years from now, we'll start moving more towards that vertical integration. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you really, you have so much good experience from over the years to take this brand to that sort of level that, that you want to. So part of this, Jordan, all the mistakes I've made. Yeah. All the mistakes I've made. And now I can say, okay, <laughs> I can right all the wrongs and, you know, make some different choices. Oh, that's, that's so great. I love that. Uh, Dean, I got to ask you the question uh, that I ask everybody on this podcast. What is your secret to scaling? So that secret for us, and it really starts to apply in the name authentically American. You know what? 
have a brand that's authentic. Mm. You know, have a story behind your brand because that's one of the greatest benefits around social media. You know what? You know, if we've got time, I'll demonstrate one of our new and innovative products we have, Jordan. So nobody buys from us just because we're American-made. But you know, one of the things that sets us apart is you know our brand story. You know, we're a brand that celebrates patriotism. We're a brand that believes in the American worker. We're a brand that also, as we talked, honors our American heroes by donating 10% of our profits. And some of the best compliments I get, Jordan, is when people buy our product, they go to our website and they read it and they say, Dean, I know the name of your business, the name of your brand's authentically American, but you're a veteran. I mean, what you believe in, your family, everything, what the values are of your company, they're authentic and they're real. And the mm-hmm. more I get to know your brand, the more I love it. So I think, you know, tied to the name of our country, company, be authentic, find a way to truly be innovative, be unique, have that differentiative story that people are really going to gravitate around. I feel like this is one of the things that I've been, you know, preaching a lot lately on, on LinkedIn and Facebook and that sort of thing that people don't buy products anymore, right? They buy from brands, you know, in the early 2000s, you could get away with just selling a product online because somebody needed it. And I just don't think it's that way anymore. And so I love what you're saying. I say all that just to agree with you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Joe, why don't I do this? Because one of the things people are like, oh, that's great. You're made in America. You're made in USA. But again, nobody buys from us just because we're American made. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're a consumer brand and we need to de- deliver an amazing product experience. So if you don't mind, if you do more of a kindergarten type show and tell, oh, yeah. you have to help me narrate a little bit. But I love the fact that we're on Zoom. You and I can see each other. But the one thing you miss out is being able to be here yeah. and see this product. And I wish you were here to see and feel and touch and be like, totally. Dean, that's incredibly soft. And for me, having gone to West Point, this one's personal for me because at West mm. Point, you know, it's all about go army, beat Navy. And you probably have some of these t-shirts in your closet, Jordan, that, you know, the ink is that heavy plastisol. Yeah. And on a hot summer's day, it sticks to your chest. You wash it a few times, you know, yep. it starts to crack and you can't even feel it because we only use a water-based ink. Oh, so okay. Sure. And of itself, you know, is incredibly comfortable, but we have our new sweat activated print innovation. So here's where the show and tell happens. So when you go out and exercise, and again, at West Point, it's all about go Army, beat Navy. So I'm going to spray this shirt. So when you can spray it, you can see that <laughs> oh, beat that Navy message awesome. appear. So, so just for everybody. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Here's our vintage U.S. flag and, you know, in bigger. You know, oh, that's so Navy. great. And Jordan, here's what people say. They say, Dean, forget where it's made. I mean, it's just an amazing product. I love it. It's got this innovative technology. And then when they look at the tag and see it, oh, it's American made. And then they go to our website. You know, that's when I know we have them because we've delivered on an amazing product experience. Now they want to learn more about our brand. And that's when they come back for a repeat purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love that. Thank you. This is a uh... This has been a great conversation. We're, we're going to move on to our lightning round here, Dean. Are, are you ready for that? Do I have a choice? <laughs> uh, no, I was going to ask the, I, I would have answered the questions if not. So <laughs> we are ready. Let's do it. All right, Dean, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? So right now, and I will speak for my team, you know, we're a big believer in Clavio awesome. and we've been using the email, but we are just now in 2021 start to leverage the new SMS. You know, capability that they have. So I can't even talk about that yet because we haven't fully leveraged it, but Clavio has been a great tool for us. 
you know, somebody that buys this t-shirt for the first time, you know, for able to go back and say, okay, hey, if you loved our t-shirt, you know, try these incredible socks that we have. So yeah, that's been one of the favorite applications that we have that able to go ahead and use that email marketing. Oh, that's great. I love that. Favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Well, Jordan, this is where I have a confession to make that I don't have a lot of time with four kids and, you know, running a startup business. So I don't have time other than a lot of news podcasts. But, you know, I was going to share one of the books I love. And without me yeah, mentioning, please. we talked about a Go-Giver. Yeah, by great. Bob Berg. And a friend gave that to me and said, Dean, you're a Go-Giver. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, you haven't read the book? And I'm like, I haven't. And he gave it to me and he said, you know what, this is going to crystallize for you in your mind, you know, what you inherently do as a person and the values that you believe in into a pronounced business strategy. You've read it, Jordan. It, it's fundamental change the game that it's not about me. It's about what can I do for you, Jordan, or what can I do for others? And when you go out of your way, I mean, it comes back tenfold. Yeah. And that's the the beautiful thing about it too, right? Is that it doesn't even have to come back, no. right? Is that the joy is just in the giving and in the helping. And I love it. I, I think I'm going to go reread that book because it was so good. The great thing is it's a great reread, but it's a short one as well. So literally in one sitting, you could sit down in a couple hours and knock it out. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well. Dean, I got one more question for you here. Yes. If you could sit down with anybody who's alive, you know, have some tea or coffee or beer or wine, whatever it is for an hour, who would it be? Wow. <laughs> that is quite a question, but I mean, you're north of the border here and we were talking hockey earlier, but you know, a big piece going on right now in the U S is the whole election. Yeah. And, you know, the whole journey that president Trump's been on for four years, just to go ahead and, and, you know, spend some time and understanding because, you know, like them, love them or hate them. I mean, he's done everything he said. And I think it would just be very interesting to hear his success in the business side and then how he's parlayed that into, you know, politics. And I don't want to get political, but, you know, just being able to hear the story behind the scenes and what's taking place, I think it would be fascinating. I think whether you love him or hate him, it would be an incredible conversation to have. Oh, yeah. Right. You'd just be like, because he's, he's this enigma, right, that is out there that, yeah, I'm with you. I think I would take the conversation, too even being yeah. a Canadian. And, and Jordan, <laughs> think about scaling a brand. I mean, he's a masterful marketer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And PR, ago, who, PR master. Yeah, who heard of fake news before? Yeah. Now, now that's part of the everyone. <laughs> fake news, well, they know exactly what it means. Yeah, that's great. Dean, this has just been awesome. I really appreciate you being on here, uh, spending some of your super valuable time uh, with me and with our audience. And I think that they're going to get a lot out of this and I think how they can maybe implement some of these tactics and strategies that we talked about in their brands. So I, yeah, I really appreciate that. Where can people find out more about you and your brand? So the easiest way is to go online, visit our website, authenticallyamerican.us. You know, there are ways through that to go ahead and get a hold of me and read our story as a brand, read my story. You can go to LinkedIn, you know, Dean Wegner, Authentically American, very easy to find me. And again, you brought the right app vowel. It was Wegner with an E. Weg, yes. Yeah, but <laughs> authenticallyamerican.us is our website and that's the best place to go. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again so much for being on today, Dean. Jordan, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. 
This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.